0: Hey everyone and welcome to Radically Normal. This is Andre. I'm here with Michael. Today is May 19th and as we're recording, um, this morning we found out that Ravi Zacharias passed away and we just wanted to have a tribute video for him because of how much he's impacted both of
1: our lives. Right, so we, we just saw him speak at the beginning of January at Passion in Atlanta and then just a couple months later in March it was announced that he had cancer in his spine and it was it was uh, found out that he had sarcoma, which is basically a bone and soft tissue cancer. And some of that cancer responded well to the chemo. But what happened is the cancer spread to other areas, and that part didn't go as well for him. And the doctors had basically done all that they could. So he returned home for his remaining time here, and now he's with the Lord. And one thing that was really interesting that I saw on, on social media today was a Bible teacher named Jackie Hill Perry, I'm sure some of you maybe have heard of her, she tweeted a quote from D.L. Moody who said, Someday you will read in the papers that I am dead. Don't you believe a word of it? At that moment, I shall be more alive than I am now. And I really think that would have captured even Ravi's spirit as we just think about his work for the gospel and for the kingdom of Christ. And Ravi was just like someone who really impacted
0: both of us and really just showed how someone could take intellectualism and and really use that to make arguments about the faith and make really sound, a sound case for Christianity and do that even with love and to maybe argue with people about his beliefs and hear their beliefs as well, but always do it with a sense of caring about them, a sense of wanting to know about what their struggles are in life. And that's just something that really resonated with the both of us. And ever since we listened to him at Passion, we've been, been—I've at least I have, and I know Mike has too, um been listening to YouTube videos of him and different things that he's done throughout his whole entire life, and it just has a really big impact on us. And we just wanted to play a clip from Passion 2020, which has been making its way around social media a whole bunch, and has just really showed um, how much he did for a young generation of believers and for everyone around. So we're, we're about to play that right now for you guys.
1: I sometimes think about the cross and shut my eyes and try to see. The cruel nails, the crown of thorns, and Jesus crucified for me. But even could I see him die, I would but see a little part of that great love which, like a fire, is always burning in his heart. You are valuable to God. Don't ever minimize your individuality. The very word individual means you cannot be divided up. You are unique and a composite fashioned in the image of God. For a particular
0: purpose so that kind of just shows a little bit of how much Ravi meant to us and it's really really sad that um he passed but obviously we know that he went to a better place and we know all the great impact that he had in the world and how many people he reached so we just want to go ahead and give a short moment of silence for him and give anyone a chance that wants to pray right now or just wants to have a moment of silence themselves um so that's what we're going to do now All right, so we just thought it'd be really cool to maybe go through a few of Ravi's big ideas throughout um, all of his teachings, and so just a few of those that we thought, um, besides just um, how smart he was about going about it and how much he loved people, but we just came up with a few of his um, just cool sermons that we thought were interesting and just wanted to give you guys like some of the highlights. Obviously, we're not going to do it just as much as Ravi would, but <laughs> Definitely
1: we're going to do, do our best. So what's really key here is is as Ravi defended the faith, whether against atheism or against other world religions, he he always demonstrated and argued from a certain framework. So it's kind of like a 3-4-5 three, four, three, four, framework if you want to think about it that way. Basically, first, that there are three tests that a worldview must have. It must be logically consistent, empirically adequate, and existentially relevant. And the big words of those just show you Uh, how smart he was and how uh, devoted he was to his defense of the faith. But basically, the teachings can't be self-contradictory. Teachings must match reality, and its teachings must speak directly to how we actually live our lives. To go off of that, and this this is most common in his work, each worldview must address four ultimate questions. The first one being origin. Where did we come from? Where did the universe come from? Second, meaning. What is the meaning of life? Third, morality. How do we know what's right? How do we know what is wrong? And fourth, destiny. What happens to us after we die? And to explore these questions and to explore the three tests, he, he provided five disciplines of knowledge that we must think about to study a worldview or an approach to faith and religion and the world. First, theology. Second, metaphysics, the study of what is actually real. Third, epistemology, the study of how we know things. Fourth, ethics, morality, knowing what's right and wrong, knowing how to act. And fifth, anthropology, the study of who humans are and how they interact with one another across culture and time. So, that I know that's really in depth. I really recommend just listening to Ravi talk about it because my summary is obviously not very good, but he is phenomenal. And this really allowed him to work through this framework to provide a defense of the faith uh, and always point to the gospel of Jesus Christ and always remember who his Savior was and what he was here to do. And it's, dude, I just heard how you said that he just uses some really big, complex words
0: and just gives you like so much confidence, like, like how much he cares about and how much research he's done. But even today, I was listening to a video of some of his highlights. I just heard things like total subjectivity moral exclusivity and it's just like those big words just like just really get you excited about your faith and get you excited to like do some research and really just figure out um what's going on there and
1: it's go ahead. i think that some people on the podcast are now finding out uh how big of nerds we are just referencing all the big words and getting uh to grow in our faith and being excited about that but it really does show that you know ravi is really dedicated and he's done a lot of work in philosophical apologetics
0: yeah. And a lot of the videos that he has and that kind of thing are just about like some really like things about just topics that anyone who is either Christian or of another worldview or they just the concept that people struggle with, such as like the existence of God, absolutes, just as absolute truth, absolute love, the meaning of being like a human being. Um, he talks about truth claims and all these things that are really impactful to people. And when you hear him talk about it, you might think. Hey, that's something that I've struggled with understanding and comprehending for myself and just hearing someone to have the care to um, like go out there and just um, discuss with people and explain his thoughts and his, explain the things that he's like come to research and come to find out and how he sees um, a, the, the way to like describe um, a worldview. It's just really just motivational, honestly, and just has inspired so many people to try to go down the same path and try to. Go through the whole thing of like explaining um, Christianity with their own moral reasonings and
1: that kind of thing. It's it's really cool. Yes, it's definitely really cool. Anyone who's looking to explore, there's so many places that um, you could go. If you're more of a reader, he's 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 uh, written some amazing books. If you're into podcasts. Um, his organization, RZIM, which I think is Ravi Zacharias International Ministries, they have a, a, a bunch of resources online. There's a bunch of videos and sermons of him speaking. And, and we just want to reiterate that we really first got introduced to him and really began to grow fond of him and just really pay attention to what he had to say at Passion. And he's just an incredible speaker and already always spoke with clarity and confidence. But it's also nice knowing that um, he walked in gentleness and compassion. So we said that he obviously lived his life like that but it was great to see today on social media just people who had actually spent one-on-one time with him just come forward and just be honest about what he was like so uh dallas jenkins who directs the show the chosen which is on youtube um, he talked about having uh, some time with his wife and Ravi and just how generous he was towards them. And then um, Sadie Robertson's mom posting about Ravi praying with Sadie and Christian after he spoke at Passion this year. But it's just incredible to see people giving behind the scenes looks into Ravi's life and all that he did for people, both on on the stage at the pulpit and you know when he was alone, when only the father could see him or only when he was with one or two people.
0: And we keep talking about how we first came to really love his teachings at Passion. But one thing that I just always remember and honestly just gives me goosebumps, but I'm honestly gonna have to look at my notes for this, but he's talked about how there were four areas of life where you look for absolutes. And he said that they were love, justice, evil, and forgiveness. And then he talked about how all of these converged at one point, And he said that that point was when Jesus died for our sins on the cross. And that really just like opened my eyes to a new way of thinking. And I just was, remember just scribbling my notes as fast as possible and just trying to absorb every single ounce of knowledge that he was saying like at Passion. And it was just like, honestly, life-changing for me just to have a new perspective on how someone explains their faith.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that's true. And, you know, I mentioned in a previous episode that last week from when we are recording this, I was in Alabama and we were driving back and uh, one of the people that went on the trip was my college pastor from Norman. And he asked us, you know, do you have any apologetics resources that you recommend Um, I want to do something with the church this summer, um, in the, in the realm of apologetics and Ravi popped up instantly in my mind and I was sure in my self absorption that I was going to be like the first person to say him and he might, uh, people might be impressed because I found like a good answer and maybe the church will use that, but I didn't even get to speaking yet. And the person next to me, and we never even talked about philosophy or apologetics together, he goes, you need to look up RZIM and Ravi Zacharias. And that just shows the um, the width and the breadth of Ravi's reach and impact on not just people that are pastors, and not just people that are perhaps older and have grown up hearing about Ravi, but also in our own generation. If you're a college student and, you know, you haven't heard about Ravi or you haven't studied anything he's had to say, like, he is definitely worth tuning into and he'll add a lot to your own ability to defend the faith and have confidence in our Lord Jesus. I, I just think it's he's a really great resource for college students, especially. And
0: a lot of times, like, you just go through um, college life and it, it just seems like you don't really get that many people who are giving you a very intellectually based argument, especially when it comes to your faith and just hearing that and having that from someone such as Ravi or whoever else you may be able to get that from, it gives you so much confidence in, in your faith and your ability to talk to it with other people, talk about it with other people Um, because it's such a part of our lives these days, especially as a college student, just how, how much, whether that be doing research or all of us like just in hard majors or whatever it is we're doing with our lives, but having that intellectual basis gives you so much more confidence to talk to other people and that's one of the biggest impacts that's it's had on me.
1: And I love what you said there just about giving us confidence to talk about other people to talk to them about the truths of the gospel because that's something that I think just knowing him and his heart for people and the kingdom going forward, that's Robbie's heart in all of this. He's not he's not about himself. He's not even here even though his work is impressive. He never gave me the impression or anyone else, I think, that he was there to impress you about himself. He was there to uh, push forward the kingdom of God, to proclaim the truths of Christianity, and to bring as many people as he could to a knowledge of the truth in the gospel. So, I really like what you said just about him giving you confidence Andre just about, you know, going out and sharing the faith because that's what he would have wanted. He would have wanted you to learn about Jesus, learn about scripture, learn about worldviews and then go tell as many as people as many people as possible. Especially because, you know, um, he has a he has a background in India, and he said how basically growing up in India is like growing up in a, a pool of religion. So just his background in that really just shows he has a heart to reach people, and that's exactly what he would want us to do. Just knowing what he's taught uh, and what the tr- what the claims of Christ are,
0: and even someone who has no background in Christianity or any other faith for that matter, or who identifies as agnostic or atheist, if you just, even if they don't want to listen to you about your faith, if you just point them towards the resource of a short YouTube video from Ravi. It's honestly one of the best resources you can give them because even if they don't agree with it 100% or if it doesn't do anything, they're going to at least think it's interesting and they're going to see the video, they're going to complete like watching it and they're going to think about it at the very least.
1: It's definitely thought-provoking. And it's really interesting just because I've always... Um, really paid attention more to, although although the science and the historicity is interesting, I've always found myself more drawn to apologetics of the faith that are based in philosophy. So C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, if you read that, I find that really compelling about the faith. And so Ravi's work just added so much more to what I was able to, uh, to think about when coming to confidence in the Lord and dealing with doubts in my own walk with Christ, because Um, I had always turned to philosophical arguments and Ravi just brings so much to the table here. And it's so sad to just think that this man of God uh, has finished up his time here, but we know that the Lord has uh, prepared that in advance, prepared those good works in advance, like Paul would say in Ephesians 2. And now he's called him home to a better place where Paul says to die is gain. And now we know Ravi is in a deeper presence and dwelling of God.
0: And we kind of just wanted to give a few of our favorite quotes from Ravi. And these are some that have impacted us a lot. And they've they've been going around on the internet a lot as well. But I'm going to go ahead and give the first one that I remember. And that's, what I believe in my heart must make sense in my mind. And that's something that Ravi said. And it really just sh- like sheds a light on how something that all of us deal with is that you have your faith and you believe it in your heart, but you also want it to make sense for you. And you want to have like the ability to explain it and have confidence in it and something that we've been talking about. And that's just one of the quotes that has really just
1: impacted me a lot. So my first one would be the video that I played earlier in the episode. But my second one would be from this book I just pulled off the shelf that I have by Ravi. It's called, Can Man Live Without God? And he right. wrote it in the 90s, I think. And he says here very towards the end of the book in the chapter called The Believer's Treasure. And this just and that chapter title even shows you how much he thinks as a believer he has treasure in the kingdom. But he says here, I am absolutely convinced that meaninglessness does not come from being weary of pain. Meaninglessness comes from being weary of pleasure. And that is why we find ourselves emptied of meaning with our pantries, still full. The cross stands above all this, redefining life itself. The cross stands as the central feature of the Christian explanation and as the answer to the problem of pain. The cross smacks against everything we think of as life. It may be time for us to re-examine with candor why this historic event has such defining power for life and death. And for Ravi, sorry, that was the end of the quote. For Ravi, that's what everything hinged on, the cross, where love, evil, forgiveness, where all these things converged at one point, like Andre was saying, this is where it all hinged for Ravi. So I really like that quote, just thinking about the treasure we have as believers, knowing what Christ did on the cross. Uh, as to our forgiveness of sins and reconciling us to the Father. And the last thing that I think this,
0: the last quote I have that I just think is really important to point out too as well is that Ravi understood that his hard work and dedication to sharing his views on Christianity and just explaining um, all of the research that he had done and talking to people and explaining and the love he had for people, while that was very important, even Ravi himself said in this quote, an argument may remove doubt, but only the Holy Spirit can convict of truth. And it just shows how much um, power Ravi knew that the Holy Spirit had. That it was ultimately that the Holy Spirit that would remove doubts. And he was just a conduit of helping people come to that realization. But ultimately he knew that it was God and it was the Holy Spirit who was calling the calling
1: people back to him and removing those doubts from them. Man, I really love that. And I don't have anything to add because honestly, I'd prefer that we stop talking about him, maybe mourn over what has gone on today, and then just encourage people, stop listening to us and go listen to Ravi and go read Ravi.
0: And I guess the last thing we could just say is thank you, Ravi.
1: Thank you, Ravi.